God is forever settled in heaven. I don't know what, what God has done is done. The word is forever settled. It is done. It is finished. Hallelujah. So, this morning I want to get to a place where we speak about the battlefront where the word is used. You know, this battlefront. Now, we have done already where Jesus dealt with the devil, isn't that true? In Luke chapter 4, where Satan tempted the Lord and Jesus used the, the word. He said it is written every time. It is written. It is written. Now, we gave a description of the battle also. What is the description of the battle? Now, the battle is the Lord's and the victory is ours. ours. Yeah. Amen. Our Lord and Savior already defeated the devil and everything that goes with the devil. Mm. That sickness, disease, poverty. Alles your armoede is lang te lang verslaan. Your kwale is lang te lang verslaan. The other day when we were burying uh, Elder Winnie, the Lord spoke into my heart and says, I died even for this grief. Die waar jou hart so seer is as jy jou geliefde verloor het, met jou leeuws jou lach, want Jesus said, I died even for this grief. He says, the man of sorrows. Amen? And I know, I know it's hurtful to lose a loved one. It's terrible. But listen, if you're a Bible person, and you believe that they never, man, I'm only so serious. That's why Paul says, don't weep as if there's no hope. You can't go like that, there's no hope in the heaven, and there's and that these people are gone forever, and there's no Don't carry on like that. Amen. Don't carry on like that. And this is why sometimes people think I'm hard. I'm not hard, it's just that I believe the Bible. Believe the Bible. Yeah, that's different, but you know, I'm, I'm human. Because now the other day, I must want for an operation. My heart was here. So, oh, here my heart. Oh, you must not be dead, man. You pray in Africa. You must not be sad, man. So, I prayed for my dog. At the end of the day, the Lord said, Now, come on. Don't you believe your prayers? Amen? So, I had to release him and convert him into the hands of the Lord. I must not think that I must pass it on now. <laughs> yes, these things get to you, but we must learn to trust the word. Amen. So, what is the battle? The battle is the Lord's. Jesus, we went through this. Jesus destroyed the enemy. Colossians, we dealt with Colossians chapter 2, from verse 14 down to 16. I'm not going to read all that, but we, this must be, listen to me. This must be foremost in your heart and mind what Jesus already did for us. You must believe what Jesus did for you. Amen. If I don't do this, it's always like you're begging God for something that God already did for you. In Christ Jesus, everything is done. So he said, now why do we pray? Why do we need weapons and so forth? Because we are an occupying force. If you have another word, let me do it like this. You can't say that. 
They bombed his soldiers that they've come onto the head. They said, we give up, we give up. So what happens? Then the foot soldiers of the Americans and the Allied forces came and they took them captive. Now Jesus already bombed the devil to pieces. Oh, we come is to take them prison. Do you hear what I'm saying? We're an occupying force. We're occupying. And Jesus said these words, Occupy till I come. Yeah. We must occupy. We must take over. Occupy. You see, the problems with Americans, they don't occupy properly. They want to be nice. Yet any nice is meditative. That's why America always has problems because they don't occupy fully. And that's why half, half, all is good. Now, and also, we are in a place where we're dealing with the devil that is defeated. And so we're here to occupy. Say occupy. Occupy. I see, we're an occupying force. Amen. And then, in occupation, we enforce the enemy. The word enforce means he's defeated, but we enforce it. We remind him. You see, when Americans go, when they went in to occupy, they reminded, you know, the forces of Saddam Hussein, hey, we in charge now. You do what we tell you. We enforce the defeat of the enemy. If you just blow up a place and you don't take your enemy captive, he's going to come back and fight you. What is happening to us, we are dealing with demons that we don't bind we leave them to smack us around. Because we're not occupying and we're not enforcing their defeat. Enforce the enemy's defeat. Mm -hmm. Amen? So when we understand this, we're dealing with a defeated enemy, but if you leave him alone, then he takes advantage of you. And not only that, sometimes we go and we release the enemy and we sit and allow him to use his weapons to hurt us. For instance, some of us know you shouldn't be watching pornography. But you go there, you look at it and it messes up your brain. You open up yourself to it. You're allowing the very enemy that's defeated to bind you. That's why there's a scripture that says what? We take captivity captive. What used to bind you you bind it now. Mm. But now if you just don't play with sin, what happens? You open yourself up again to that same enemy you defeated. You're allowing him to take over again. A lot of backsliding takes place that way. Isn't that true? First you were hot for Jesus. He didn't want to see not even a movie. Is it even No. They slap at the movie. And it's messing your brain, and it's messing your marriage, and it's messing your money, it's messing everything. Because why? Instead of you occupying, you allow the devil to take back what Jesus already paid for. Mm. What Jesus already did for us. This is why Paul says we've got to be sober. Be sober-minded. Check out what's going on in your life. Amen? Close the doors where you see the enemy is coming. So let's look at the battlefronts. And, and, and uh, 
It's, it's a repeat of a lot of things we've said already, but sometimes you must come here and get the sound of the but you move on the other kind of you get what's happening. Mm. The Word of God sometimes is the same word, but we're just looking at it from a different perspective. So, if we look at the battlefront again, because I want you to become weary of the battlefront. So, we know we're, up, up, we're occupying force. So, what is one of the first battlefronts that we've been dealing with all the time? You as a person. The first battlefront is you. We said that, uh, what is our warfare? Our warfare is personal. It's problems with the flesh. And Satan comes and he uses those weaknesses in your flesh. He says, when we are tempted, we are tempted by our own lusts. James chapter 1. You need to beat, win the battle of the flesh. Paul says, I keep my body under. It's a battlefront. There's times when you must say no. There's times when you must walk away from things that you know is not good for you. Mm. It is your job to deal with the flesh. So that's one battlefront. Isn't that true? But this battle is not only about the flesh. This battle says it's also the world or social. Isn't that true? Mm. Every day you go to work, some people go to work, or you in, the, in your own house, in your own neighborhood, there's always... Satan's kingdom, God's kingdom. There's always people tempting you. There's always maybe swearing, fighting. There's a temptation everywhere. That's life. But Jesus said, I've overcome the world already. Hallelujah. So you don't have to do what the world does. You don't have to listen to the world music. You don't have to do what they do. Because Jesus said, I've already overcome the world for you. Amen. Hmm? I've overcome them that's in the world also. That's a battlefront. Notice just you alone, you face so much things, isn't that true? There's your own flesh, there's life out there. <laughs> then when you're married, Satan come mind your business. Is it Either through your partner of Yesia or flesh at the table. Ask people that's married, no, I'm from this little deal, I'm going to throw this little stuff up. Nah, what? But you got it very hard because you put a ring on it. You can't just get up one and say, listen, we are full niggas, we are getrout. My vrouw is on my other dark skin, we are. You can't do that. But that's all better for Satan will use anything to come against you. You will use your own children. You will use your grandchildren. And part van jylle is bezig met a table van jylle kleinkinders that's taking your time, taking your money, taking your health. And you're very stupid. Come on, I sound ugly, but it's true. You stay stupid. But you will live for a clean table. Is messing your life up. You're supposed to be enjoying Jesus. Isn't that true? You said, no, what must I then do? Bind that devil, man. Discipline that child. Not every stoop slap work is alright. But you can't allow the devil to sit on your head through a child. 
And the devil uses anything. There's money also. The devil also makes you worry. He paints your nails. Hey, my God, It's a battlefront. It's just you alone. I'm just speaking about your personal battlefront. The life you're living, isn't that true? But you need to realize that Jesus died for all these things. Some of you must give your grandchildren back to their mothers and fathers. A pastor. When is your child going to grow up to take care of a child? When you die, you leave them all useless. Because you didn't give them a chance to grow and become responsible. I, I sound cruel, but that's a fact. You said the problems, that's not your problems. You took care of your children. You raised them up. And if you didn't raise them up properly, they have such a matter now you say. Now, so when we speak about the first, you know, first one of the battle areas, that's just one of the areas, just you yourself. What about your mind? Amen. <laughs> we dealt with that, isn't it true? Second mm. Corinthians chapter 10, 3 down to 5. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but it's mighty through God. Doing what? Pulling down strongholds. So the strongholds, casting down imaginations, taking captive of thoughts. The, the, the battle, the real battle is here in the head. That's very personal. You see, the battle is here. But whatever it is, Jesus already defeated the enemy for you. The enemy grows strong by what you feed. If you feed yourself violent movies, don't be surprised one day in your marriage, in your home, there's violence or some people start dying violently in your family because you fed violence inside of you. You fed it. As you bring movies came from jewelry, you mustn't be surprised that one of you start to draw in the marriage. Why? Because you feed yourself. The devil gets strong in what you feed him. You catch what I'm saying? I said the devil gets strong in what you feed him in you. Or in your mind. Whatever is going to get strong, that's why we have to feed ourselves the word so that we weaken the enemy. Amen. And make God strong in us. Is that what I said? You must weaken the enemy by feeding yourself with the word of God. That's why it says you must become heavenly minded. Mm. If you carnally minded, it is death. Romans chapter 8, right? From verse 5, 6, 7 down. If you carnally minded, it's death. Why? Because if I keep thinking specially or carnal things, I am strengthening the enemy to destroy me. So that's a battlefront. And that is the main front, isn't it true? 
That is the main area that I must deal with. For the event, do you want to start winning? Then start changing your thinking. Start feeding your, yourself with the Word of God. Let that Word sink into your head. Sink into your soul. Sink inside of you. When I can put that Word inside of me, amen, it will change my thinking. And when my thinking changes, I change. That's why the most powerful weapon against the devil is knowledge of God's Word. Yeah. Knowledge of God's Word. It's the most powerful weapon you can have. Many of us will sit here, and you know what I'm talking about, you always feel you're not good enough. You always feel God will not bless you because maybe, maybe you've got sin in your life or there's some negative thing or some negative reason why God will not bless you. Now when you think like that, guess what's your problem? Lack of word. When you're always sitting and thinking you're guilty or you feel condemnation or you feel unworthy and all these negative thoughts in you, it's the devil's stronghold. Uh-huh. And it's because you've got lack of knowledge. You don't know that God loves you. You don't know that Jesus already paid the price for you. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are where? In Christ Jesus. I'm just showing you where the devil beats us. Sometimes we think it's some big battle somewhere there far. No, the battle is just here. In the head. Why won't God bless you with the car of a house? Then you come up with reasons. Well, I, I don't pray enough. I don't go to church. And you give yourself reasons why God don't bless you. And the devil help you. Is it right? I hear you release no heart. They say, these may let straight for But if you spend time in the word of God, it shows you why God wants to bless you. By grace you are saved through faith. And that's not through works. It's not through works. God does it because he loves you. It's grace, it's free, everything is finit. Mahala. It's there. You making the excuses why God don't bless you. you, you now only the word of God can take you past that. I said only the word of God can break all those negative reasons. Why are you not blessed? Amen. And we've got to work our way through it. We've got to get past all these things. Are you with me? So, that battlefront is, is so important I can spend the whole day on it. Then the devil, well, evil supernaturalism is one of the reasons why the enemy comes and, and it binds you, it keeps you there. It can use one thing and bind your whole life and you will die without ever seeing the blessings of God. Just one thing. Make you feel condemned, make you feel guilty. Just one thing. This is why it's good to listen to faith teachers and preachers who preach positive things. Hallelujah. Keep listening to them. So, let's look at the second thing. The, the world out there. I just want to mention the world again out there. Jesus defeated the world. Isn't that true? 1 John 2, 15, it says, Love not the world. These are the things that are in the world. Amen. And the devil will offer you the world. Why? Because the devil is in charge of the world. 
He comes up with new things to keep people busy all the time. Now we're not saying everything is bad. Good things come from God. But the devil can even use good things. Like some people like sport. Sport is nothing wrong with sport. But if you start worshipping it, then it's bad. Amen. There's a lot of good things. But people, for their attitudes and reasons, start worshipping those things. And that means you lose the favor of God. So love not the world. Now the world, really that means a system. The world system. Huh? The, the devil keeps you busy. It comes with movies. And, and come on, I want to just, you know, movies like it's like media. Where does these movies come from? Some guy wrote a story, say gemors het hy op papier gesit. To vat dat sy gemors to maak jou movie in het. To vat jy die movie en kyk het en hy vorm het oor jou. Die duivel gebruik het om op jou te pie. Ja, maar om so jy het te praat. So you're watching somebody's mess that was inside of you. And he comes and the devil takes it and he vomits on you. Why are you watching it? Now thank you for the vomit on my man who did that movie. You're thinking things that was never there. You put it there yourself. You help the devil. So this is the world. The world wants to keep you busy. What I like about COVID, it didn't keep us in the devil's program. The devil had the program for the whole year of the world. Isn't that true? That's why we Christians are not bound to days. Some days are good. It's nice to have a Mother's Day. It's nice to have a Father's Day to think about and so on. But sometimes you mustn't worship these days. Paar mense gaan een groot skuld vir een Mother's Day present. Jy betaal jare na dit. Wie weet waar van praat he? You pay for years after that. That's why we're not bound to feasts and stuff. Because we're free. When the Son of God has set free, is free need. Now I don't say you mustn't love your mother, but we need no forgiveness that. This live for your mom, and you buy the presents. So, but how many people know this? Just no, not a New Year's Day. Da come Easter. It's Easter eggs here. I pray not for the whole thing for the tent. They want for the pickle fish and the hot cross buns. Skilled here. Just not that as as we are Mother's Day, as we are Father's Day, as we are Valentine's Day. <laughs> The day will have the whole program for it for you. I get no one for Valentine's Day. That's why we ask you for nonsense. It's got a program set out there for the whole year. Now August is Women's Month. That's why we are squealing. I mean, marching, women's rights. And I'm not against it. But we are not led by the devil's calendar. We are led by the Holy Spirit. We don't have to go with that calendar. We can use it, yeah, but don't make a god of it. They've got a whole year set up for you, isn't that true? And the devil say you would slap from 10 o'clock 
Have a slap on a clock. But I'm just saying, even the night, why can't you pray? Mm. Yeah, good slap. Just one of the socket, good slap. Who said you must sing? You can pray. Uh, did you notice how the devil binds you to the world? Fashion at Buddha God's court. I think that was like, you say, Father, stop that boots. Stop that boots. Fashion. I want that hairstyle. As well as the three on the ground. For five volumes, the hairstyle. They hit me three on the ground. I'm not your hairstyle. I'm just saying the world can keep you so busy that you forget Jesus. You forget to pray. And the devil is giving you the program. Next week there's no deed and there's died. And that's why when the person is a prayer person, you don't have to go to every wedding. You don't have to go to every part. Isn't it right? Darum said COVID is good. That's very good in some ways because it broke the programs. We can say here, "Mut." We get now the funerals are so good. There's less money. Amen. There's no after tears. But the man on the boot stand, they get the doyers to turn the boot. And I'm drunk enough on the boot after. The world just has a system set out there and keeps you busy, isn't that true? But it's a battlefront also. And they're phoning you every day, but you know a contract, and I mean, it's just all the time advertising. Echoes is having a sale. You know what? my display. Echoes. And for all the frauds, they have a very good problem. Ela probeerde ook dat hij dit met Eva. Ze lukte dit en het was goed te lukken. Je hebt nog nog die Eva problemen, zeg je wel. Je lijkt mooi goed. Zoals iemand je hetzelfde zegt van je weer. Honderd paas kunnen maar je draaien in een paar. Hij is goed alleen en raas. Je hebt hetzelfde zeker. Wat gaat dat zijn? Zo, zo, you know, even in the religious world now, when we come to the church world. In the church world, we have sin, we've got rebellion, we've got churches don't grow, people are disobedient. Who is causing all that? It's not the Spirit of God. We might let you leave for home to God. No answer. Come on, come here, the devil. It's a devil. Because they don't want you to do spiritual things. I'm so glad to hear the testimony that somebody's been set free from drugs and changed. This is what we were supposed to be doing now, going to the people's homes. You've got the power to cast out the devil, to lay hands on the sick. Hallelujah. You've got the power. And I'm glad to hear people are going out into the homes. That's why, if you want me to pray for your loved ones to be set free from drugs, you must phone me, make a date. I'll be available. Hallelujah. And as he said, I'm going to drop it. It's right for you. 
Amen. See, the church life, church life, that's a battlefront also. And that is one of the places where we're supposed to be winning. Amen. It's a battlefront. It's a place where Satan comes. He doesn't want the church to be effective. There must be no power in the church. So what does he do? Cut off the prey. Make sure they don't pray. Of you come and I spaz our prayers. I'm blessed that heaven's best. Hallelujah. So we lose power. Satan will use anything. He will use sin. He will use rebellion. He will use people here that starts fighting each other's strife. Isn't that true? He will use anything. And some of you don't seem to realize. That's why the Bible is a Bible, because the Bible tells you, don't do that. Don't do that. Do this rather. The Bible says, love your enemies. Bless them that persecute you. Pray for them that despitefully use you. Why? Because God is keeping you away from the devil, from being used by the devil. Church life. It's a battlefront. It's a place where the enemy, don't you worry, the devil also goes to church. Remember I said with the parable of the seed, what does the devil do? Immediately takes the seed out from you. So that's a battlefront. Mm. Right here is a battlefront. Amen. Amen. Satan will be busy with you, trying to do everything to hurt you. But Jesus gave the church victory also over the devil. Isn't that true? Come on. Matthew 16. Jesus already said to Peter, Flesh and blood did not show you this, this, what, that Jesus is the Son of God. Eh? But my Father in heaven showed you. So the church must live on what? Revelation knowledge. The Word. See, there's Word for the church. There's Word for your personal life. There's Word that tells you how we must deal with the world. Isn't that true? There's Word for everything. It's all battlefronts. That's where we're using the sword. All the time, in your personal life, in the world, right here. I mean, in the world, there's witchcraft also, isn't that true? Mensen wil jou toer met die wereld. Hulle sê, jaloos oor jou nie, weet ook nie, hoekom staan jou so boeg op, of alles voel so dier mekaar, because people, though this is Africa, this people come against you, there's Satan is still so out there. So this is why the church is necessary. Gift is necessary. The Holy Spirit is necessary. Some of you don't even know how many people is cursing you. And if you are in the flesh and you are listening to world music and all that, that curses will work. Because you're not in the spirit. That's why people, Christians lose their jobs. Christians don't get jobs because there's people that even they, they say they smile at you and they even tell you, oh, Diana, I can't do a doctor to Diana. Throw things in your food, things in your tea. But the just shall live by faith. But if you're not living by faith, those things will work. Those things will work. The lady that works for us uh, from Zimbabwe just said her sister's 14-year-old son was playing, this is about a week ago, and just died there in Zimbabwe. And they have sense to know that's unusual. Because that child was healthy. There was nothing wrong with that child. It just died. While playing. Some of them have the sense to know there's been witchcraft involved. Mm. 
Now listen to me. The fact that you serve God. Sometimes you don't even know these people are cursing you. Sometimes you don't even know they put things in your food. Sometimes you don't even know. But you've got an angel. You've got God. You've got the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That's why it says if you take anything deadly, it shall not harm you. When you're in the Spirit, you don't even know they try to kill you. And I feel so sorry for people that don't know Jesus. They suffer. They die. I looked at some people in traditional churches. They suffer. They've got sicknesses and diseases on them. They've got problems. They die in accidents. They, they, they have those just die of heart diseases. And they just die. Young, 30 years, 40 years. When I look at them and I, I, felt so, I feel so sorry for them, I said, Lord, if they only knew what we know. You've got such a lot of knowledge. You know generational curses. You know the power of the blood of Jesus. You know the word, amen. You've got such a lot. That's why you're still sitting here. If you didn't know some of, if you didn't know the word of God, some of us say so long the sun converts to You'd be dead if you didn't know the word. Be grateful to the Lord that you get the word. Amen. Be grateful for, to the Lord that you have these weapons, the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's why you're still here. Satan has tried so many things. You've got angels watching over you. How many accidents you shouldn't have been in where you should have been crippled, killed? Uh-huh. But the Lord has watched over you. Hallelujah. Sometimes we don't realize these things. And you sit here, the Mahdi Lake said, the moist care of, of others, but you've got Jesus. Some people are sitting in the best churches, but they're sitting with cancers, diseases, troubles, like you can't believe. Will you say hallelujah to Jesus? Hallelujah. Will you say thank you to the Lord? Amen. Thank you. So I'm speaking about church life. Now we church life need to pray. When the church is not growing, when the church is not seeing the power of God, we need to pray. We need to seek the face of God. It's not just, we must change this. We are the church. And I'm glad the church has gone out and went to somebody's house and found the devil there and set somebody free. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Amen. Say my amen, I'll do it. Sorry. I live to you. Sorry. That's where you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to be watching me. You're supposed to be there in the streets, in the houses. Pray for people, amen. Jy moet nie nou wegsteek, want as COVID, nie, jy kom uit, en vraag, waar is hy, waar is COVID? Where is it? Ek wil hom brand. It's a spirit. It's a demon. Spirit of death. Bind it, you've got power over it. As to jy, jy moet nie bang moet, as as jy kind van die heren is. Because we bold, why? Because Jesus lives in me. Hallelujah! The power! Amen. Amen. This is a, the battlefront in the church. The church is not supposed to be hiding. Amen. And when there's strife, you must have the sense to know that it's a gift. 
En as jy skinder van die pastoor, en jy moet hebt die sens, jy gif in jou mond, en jy moet hy slang uit jou mond uit kry. Wat kan hy wat sê? Jy moet hebt die sens to know that. Amen, jy moet hebt die sens to know that. Hoofdskinder van die pastoren, hoofdskinder van alle broers en sisters. Jy, jy moet nou, nou gebrek die tegel nie. You must have sense, sense enough to know that. I mean, it's just like your personal life. Personal life. You must have sense enough to know when you're sinning. You don't need a preacher to tell you you're sinning. You've got your own spirit inside of you that tells you, Jemaat, no net, nonsense. Isn't that true? It's battlefronts everywhere. Did you see life now? That's where life is. The church is a place also where there's battlefront. Some people don't know why they can't make it to church. The devil sit up and bores out in camera. So flak up and bores. They can't even stand. They will sit up and get on the sofa. She's a slap. Dance. That's saying that for free. Amen. 
You weren't ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You didn't care what people thought of you and what they said about you. And this is why the battlefront is the gospel. Number four is the gospel. Going out, the devil will hinder you. Stop us. Don't want us to preach the gospel. Don't want us to go out into the communities. Amen. And we find excuses why we don't go out there. Who gave you the excuses? Who made you not want to go and preach the gospel? I mean, sometimes you don't have to preach and have a mic and all that. Sometimes you can just tell your neighbor about Jesus. Mm. There's some of you that get visitors every day. They see several men say, but they say, the worries, but you never not once told them, Jesus can sort it out for you. Can I pray for you? Yes, I'll say, my angels is here to swear. Oh, my rifle, and I say, Muni, why? My cop was to swear. Hey, yep, was kif hier die weer. Hey, hier voeg net bij alles. You know, I, I was teaching years ago, and I was listening to the children talk, and and the one boy said, "Yo, ik was al gestam bij een bus." And I was like, "Yo, hij zegt dat ik was bij een sinusbeens gestam." And they were. And that's how sometimes Christians go, who's got the worst problems? It's a competition, who's got the worst problems? Now, we got a roundup. That's the fourth battlefront, preaching the gospel. The Bible says we got to, the Second Corinthians 4, 4 says what? That Satan has blinded the mind of the people. That's why we got to pray and fast. Isn't that Fasting doesn't change God, it changes us. We got to fast and pray. We got to get into that battle, isn't that true? And then Timothy tells us, 1 Timothy, Paul tells us in 1 Timothy 2, between verse 1 and 5, he says that prayers must be done and supplications must be done for kings and leaders, for all men. Amen? Why? That they must get saved so that we can live in peace. It's true what somebody said. It's no use preaching the gospel in the streets if we don't go directly to these drug merchants and speak to them face to face and tell them about Jesus. Amen? We need to do that. Why? Because as long as we don't face them, there will be no judgment on them. But if we face them, tell them what's the truth, they know the truth now and they need to decide. They must decide now. Are they going to accept it? Amen? That's what the Bible tells us, Matthew 28. Eh? Go you therefore and preach the gospel. You ask yourself, what is stopping us from preaching the gospel? We don't have Chinese communists here, and believe me, they're coming. Eh? Our government is slowly changing to become communistic. Mm. Our country is slowly changing. We're beginning to hate churches. Amen? But we must thank God at the moment we are not being persecuted. We are still free to preach the gospel. We can get out there and preach. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Islam is financially taking this country. One of these days, every second one of our children will be working for that. They will be working for that. 
and we will have to follow their holidays and no longer Christian holidays. Because they will own the factories, they will own the banks, they will own everything because once Christian firmly upstand and badly. We don't want businesses, we don't want nothing. They're taking over. They're taking the franchises in Kentucky, franchises in Debonairs and everything. They're buying into all these things. So one day we will all have to be allowed. If some of you are you know, fuck is coming. <laughs> Why? Because we don't want businesses. We don't believe God for businesses. Our people don't like to stand behind the counter though. Isn't it? Hey, well, let us crop We as Christians must change that. Can somebody say amen? Amen. amen. We've got to change it. We've got to start having companies. As you know, we're here with the answer. Now, let's so we're going to preach the real spiritual warfare then. Is Satan is trying to keep you away from what Jesus did for you. What is your faith there for? Your faith is not to try to persuade God to do something for you. We are not trying to persuade God to do something. He already did it. Catch it? It's, it's our prayer sometimes goes wrong. We say, Oh Lord, hear me. He already provided the medicine. What faith is all about is to take what God already gave to us in Christ Jesus. We are not there to persuade God. No, 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 you got the house already. Faith is there to take the house. This is why your faith can, can only grow. You must grow your faith. You must grow the faith to the point where you've got so much authority and power in you where the Holy Spirit just directs you and you just do what He says and your blessings come. Amen? You know, like uh, Bill Winston was saying in one preaching, some of you know he's a great faith teacher also, preacher. In fact, he bought them all already. <laughs> and, and he believes churches must be fixing up the schools and cleaning up the community because that's how rich the churches must be. We must be naming the streets after churches or brethren in the churches and not after politicians. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be that rich. That's what how many people know that's what the new heaven is going to be about, the new earth? Christians is going to be leading. Christians is going to be the counselors. Amen? We're going to run this. We must fix up what is broken. That's how rich God wants to make us. We must fix things. So he says, you know, uh, he believed God for a, a house. So he asked his wife, well, what house do you want? You know, they rode and they looked at the houses. And she said, oh, that house was nice there on the hill. 
Hij is zo groot, je moet rijden van de gate, je moet rijden met je kaart, rijden tot de hele huis. En als je open up de doos, het is two staircases going up. En ook beautiful like this, uh, this uh, rich people, rich people's homes. Amen? Anyway, he said to his, ask his wife, well, let's believe God for a house. What house do you want? And she said, how much can we afford? Then he went and prayed to the Lord and said, it's not about how much you can afford. You ask your wife, which house did she like? <laughs> and perhaps what she liked, that big one. <laughs> so the Lord said, now you go and you point to that house. And you tell that house you're going to buy it. And that you own it. You tell that house. He got up immediately, told his wife, jump into the car, let's go to the house. They stood there and they said, You belong to us. House, you belong to us. You're my house. And the wife had to say it also. And they got the house. The Holy Spirit will be for them. You see, there's a point of faith where it's not about the money. It's about the believing. See, the house is yours already. But you see, the problem is the faith. How far is your faith? Are you listening to the word? Are you putting the word inside of you? There comes a time when you must just do what? Declarations. Just speak it. And believe what you say. He says one of his preacher friends also. was in a small house. Like council houses. And this friend was believing God also for a better place in a better community because you're not. Listen to me. It is natural to want your life your life to be better. Apart from your life, it's alright, but it's also well, that's your best effect. If your life is also stay in this also. But if you want to improve, then use your faith. So the, the, he says his preacher friend phoned him and says, guess what? I've been confessing and believing. I just received the phone call. And, and this guy says, I received this phone call three times. I thought somebody was playing the fool with me. Somebody phoned this preacher and said, the Lord told me I must give you my house. And he said, he put the phone down and said, take no spear no me. Somebody must have found out that I want the house. Now in his mind even, you know, that's why it said, even if your faith is like what? I He believed in his heart for the house and he prayed. Say, You don't have the deposit, you don't have the money. You can't go live in that area. Like, that line is down. And the mind will tell you lots of stories. He says, By the third time, this person says, Listen, I can't, uh, I'm phoning you because I can't sleep. Because the Lord said, I must give you my house. So he said, what is the dress? Let me come see the house. Took the dress and he went. He says, wow. Also a mansion. Mm-hmm. A big house. <laughs> and that guy met him. That guy came with the keys and says, please take the keys. Take them. You can move in. Everything is alright. Just take the house. I can't sleep. See, the Lord is busy with this rich guy. He says, give me your house's keys and I'll go live there so long. See, they just exchange keys and you've got 
moving. It's not about the money. It's not about what God can do. He already did it for you. You understand what I'm saying? He already did it for you. Faith is taking what Jesus already did for you. Now, what is spiritual warfare? Spiritual warfare, the battle we need, is Satan don't want you to have what God or Jesus died for, mm. for you. Mm. That's why we wrestle against him. What does wrestlers do? They try to push each other off in a certain way. Amen? Satan wants to wrestle you away from the word of God. Amen. He wants to take you away so that you don't believe. He wants you to stay sad. Stay there at the place where you don't believe God for nothing. Because you think God don't love you. God don't care for you. See, it's going to be the old and it comes with all his stories. No, faith is, everything is done. Faith is to take it. And you take it. So spiritual warfare is the devil coming and saying, no, I don't want you to have it. You see why? He knows. We had a testimony here this morning. Who received the praise? God. Jesus. God received the praise. For every blessing you need, God receives the praise. The devil don't want God to get the praise. He don't want people to know that God can change your story, change your destiny, change your circumstance. He doesn't want people to know that God has given you already everything. That's what faith is all about. That's, so you know the battle, friends. We have to use our faith. You go out there into the streets by faith and win the lost. You lay hands on the people by faith and cast out that devil. You love people by faith, even though they swore you, you just love them anyhow. I'll hit you that nonsense when you can pray. We smile no better and say, hello, come over to no cover. I will love you. That's what faith is all about. With your own self. You can know, by faith I switch off this program. But opposite will draw an answer. Amen! You switch it off. By faith you can do it. That's what spiritual warfare is all about. Amen? This is what the battle is all about. Know the battle of France. Check it all. Understand it all. Get involved also. Amen. Some of us want to avoid. Don't avoid the battle. Take the victories. Mm. Avoiding the battle just means that enemy is going to get stronger in that area and one day is going to break you in that area. Did you know that God leaves you in the battles because he wants you to believe him in the battles? Uh-huh. God allows battles so that you can win. And when you win, what happens? You grow stronger and he receives the glory. He receives the honor. When you hear say, I fear troubles. Yeah. Paul says, I welcome them now. Let the troubles come. 
His grace is sufficient for me. In my weakness, He is strong. I win. Hallelujah. It's because we pray. So if you don't pray, then you hate all the troubles that come your way. But the person that prays says, Wow, is we trouble, David? You'll be ever sorry you came here. And you eat him. <laughs> you eat him. And you praise the Lord like we did this morning, amen. And you worship the Lord, amen. You give the devil, give him back his hell. Hallelujah. That's what spiritual warfare is all about. So basic faith in praise, not trying to get God to do something, but it's rather to receive what Jesus has already done for us. You're not trying to get healthy. You are healthy. You just have to receive it. In other words, just believe it is done. Mm. Now listen to this. Let me close with this. The best place of faith is when you're resting. You understand what I say? Faith is not the struggle. Oh, you're Oh, you're No. The best place of faith is come here. Take a little fun and that's it. And go sleep. And every day you get up and say, Thank you, Jesus. Why? Because the word says it's done. The word says it's done. Ni my brain, ni ana pastor, ni ana mensa. God has said, My word is forever settled. It is done. It is done. Sometimes, you know, like uh, I was struggling with dry patches on my body. And sometimes it itches so bad that you scratch that it starts to bleed. But there came a time, I can put the same thing try, yeah? Anything anybody says, try. Didn't work. Then there comes a time we have to We always do that, isn't that true? So I just said, no, man, in Jesus' name, I'm healed. Amen. I bound that virus or bacteria that's in that skin in the name of Jesus. And declare, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. But it didn't take that easy. It first made me do something. I had to first follow myself for the word of God. Do I believe the word of God? It's not about just I feel like doing it. No. I do it because the word of God says, I am healed. So I took my healing. I didn't try to twist God's arm to say, uh, Love me please and fix me. He loves you. He's already fixed you. He's already sent the medicine. It's clear for down. You're already rich. Say it, I'm already rich. I'm already rich. Say I'm already healthy. I'm already healthy. Say I'm already healed. I'm already healed. Amen. Say I'm full of joy. I'm full of peace. See, because all this is given to you already. The kingdom of heaven is what? Righteousness, peace. Righteousness, peace. Peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. You've got it already. It's yours already. Did you know this is the power of faith also? It's just a decision. Let's stand. I'm not breaking the top of it.